When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in A to Z Sports primetime on this Tuesday night from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. Go to TrueMathFitness.com. I'll be at TrueMath Fitness tomorrow uh, for my Tuesday workout. Love the personal training at TrueMath. You can get a great workout in the best workout humanly possible at TrueMathFitness.com. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands. Amanda J. and her team will put you in position to succeed. AmandaJGentry.com for more information. And Zen Sports. Download the Zen Sports app, plug in the promo code ATOZTN, and get up to $1,000 on your no danger first wager, that's A T O Z T N, just right there as you see over my uh, left shoulder in the Zen Sports app. Um, so uh, Charles says, Bucko, you didn't stay on South Beach long enough. It's true. There's never enough time. Well, actually, that's not true. It's like, it's not quite like Vegas, Miami, but it is uh, a place that is <laughs> uh, not conducive to your good health if you are not adequately prepared for it so two nights and uh two nights and two days in miami uh was plenty plenty enough for me to get everything that i wanted to get done and cover a ridiculous football game in the meantime um but i was not prepared to come back to this cold this morning although having not slept uh, i took about a i took about a five hour nap after i got off off of the radio show because i didn't go to bed last night obviously uh, you know, we, we wrapped up, uh, writing and stuff like that about 3 a.m. Eastern and my flight was at 6 a.m. Eastern. So I figured, hell, I'll just Uber back to Aventura, get, and get a shower, pack up my bag and Uber right over to the airport and knock the radio show out. And, and that's what we'll do. And it was, you know, the, the adrenaline from last night was real. It was a batshit crazy game. This was something that, um, you know, for a variety of different reasons, they should have lost. Uh, for all of the things that we think we know about the NFL, this is what makes the NFL compelling because upsets like this happened all over the place in week 14, but this was absolutely the biggest one. And so for the Tennessee Titans who come through with just incredible, uh, an incredible moment on a nationally televised stage, you were, you, and you know, rightfully so everybody should have feared them being legitimately embarrassed by at the hands of the Miami Dolphins, but the Miami and Tennessee went strength on strength uh, last night and the Titans came out on the better side of things. It's wild. So let's start with your two rivers Ford take on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. If you would be so kind as to chime in wherever you're spending your time with us, what was the most improbable part of the Titans win against the dolphins? Like of all the different ways, especially just the improbability of the way that they came back in this game. What was the most improbable part to you? We will discuss at length together. You'll hear from a couple of Titans players that I talked to in the locker room 
last night. Right after I remind you that your Two Rivers Ford take is presented by Two Rivers Ford. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Nobody goes above and beyond for you as the customer to put you in the driver's seat the way that Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet does or online at tworiversford.com. So, what was the most improbable part of the win for the Titans last night? Don uh, Sonnell says, uh, two crazy games back-to-back. Jdub 89 says, I honestly didn't expect us to get to Tua as easily as we did. So, that was the thing. And, you know, you are correct, especially without Jeffrey Simmons. They did all that on defense last night. And Levis, Levis obviously had a huge role to play in the middle of that game, um, and DeAndre Hopkins coming through in stride. The offensive line did not have a great game, but they certainly found ways um, to get it done late in that game when the Titans needed to rattle off those two uh, back-to-back touchdown drives. Uh, Jack Penfold says Chubb slamming his helmet, and what a big boost that gave. A Just an idiotic penalty uh, by Nick Chubb, uh, or excuse me, by Bradley Chubb last night. Uh, of the Miami Dolphins to rip his helmet off after making a play on third down and allowing the Titans um, with a uh, with a, an unnecessary uh, what was the what was the penalty? It was it wasn't taunting. It was unsportsmanlike conduct, unsportsmanlike conduct on Bradley Chubb, which allowed the Titans a new set of downs after they would have been uh, kept off the field in in a big spot. Uh, BF says I thought I was watching Tom Brady last night. Ah! know about that but I thought that on the whole there was a lot of stuff to like there was a lot of stuff to love about Will Levis Um, but the defense the defense getting home the defense getting home was huge so as I look at the box score um, between uh, between the Titans and the Dolphins and the way that the uh, Titans were able to affect the quarterback we thought that it might be a significant struggle for them to get to Tua given how quickly he was getting rid of the ball. Now, they did go down after uh, Connor Williams, their starting center, uh, went out, I think, in the first quarter and was done for the remainder of the game. Um, by the way, uh, I think that, uh, you know, I, I would keep uh, – I know Connor Williams is done for, the se- done for the season. I'd keep an eye on Ben Jones and the Miami Dolphins uh, in the coming weeks. We'll see what uh, develops there. But I know that there is interest uh, on the part of Miami. So – um, we will see if that comes to pass because we know that Ben was uh, was looking for an opportunity to play with a team that would be legitimately competitive. So, no, that would not feel great for Titans fans, but still uh, something to keep an eye on. And down two offensive linemen heading into last night anyway were the Miami Dolphins. So three starters on the offensive line, Robert Hunt, the guard, Ron Armstead, the left tackle, and then Connor Williams, their starting center. Uh, Titans came through in a big spot, five sacks, uh, they did force a fumble and recover a fumble. Um, they were in the quarterback's face all night long. They uh, blocked a field goal. They were hellacious last night on defense. We had three sacks for Harold Landry, one for Arden Key, uh, and uh, let's see, who got a half a sack in this uh, this moment? Oh, okay, so Jaleel Johnson credited with a sack, and then, uh, yeah, three for, three for Harold. One for Arden, one for Jaleel Johnson, credited by the Tennessee Titans defense. Miami only sacked Will Levis once. Um, And, you know, we talked to Arden Key. Actually, I won't say that we talked to Arden Key. So here's the deal, all right? Uh, We end the game. It's It's a scramble, a mad scramble. 
to get down from the press box in Hard Rock Stadium to where the post-game interview space is for us to speak with Mike Vrabel and Will Levis, who they would bring to the podium. And so we're it's a mad dash to get down there. Mike's already at the podium by the time uh by the time we get down to the podium room in the bowels of Hard Rock Stadium. So we do Vrabel's press conference. It takes, I don't know, maybe about 15 to 18 minutes. Then Levis comes in right afterwards. So that's probably another 15 to 18 minutes. And, you know, by this time, almost 40 minutes has has passed since the end of the game and when we're going in to speak to the rest of the locker room. So we walk in about 40 minutes after the game where guys are still getting ready to leave and showering and things like that to get on the plane to come home to Nashville last night. And one of the uh, one of the PR staff uh, of the Titans, Dwight Spradlin, uh, uh, as I'm walking by him, says, Arden, uh, Arden has requested your presence at his locker. And I said, okay, if Arden wants to request uh, the collective media's presence at the locker, then we will uh, we will see what the man has to say. And certainly he delivered uh, as only Arden Key can. Well, hell, I mean, yeah, yeah. When we lose, y'all motherfuckers be swarming in here. When we won, shit, it took y'all a minute. Where y'all been? Talking to what can you say? We've been talking to your quarterback. Oh, oh, okay, okay. What can you say about the way that the red zone defense played? Uh, defense is a whole different red zone. Uh, uh, and red zone, red zone was good. Uh, man, we pretty good red zone defense as, um, as we talked just throughout the whole year. Um, we made stops on red zone, so we believe if the team get in the red zone, they won't score. It's, cr- it's crazy. I mean, crazy a finish that you can remember you've been a part of in a long time with everything that happened and, and finding a way to win this game. Oh, the craziest finishes? Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely up there. Um, yeah, it's definitely up there. Last week was a crazy loss. So this week is a crazy win. I mean, it's been a crazy year this year. <laughs> so how, how much better this one feel? Oh, it's feel great. Um, it, this this is the best I've felt as far as winning and us, the whole thing, the whole game, playing, coming in after the win, and the way the the way the energy, the feeling, everybody was, everybody had. It was it was amazing. I hope everybody, um, I hope everybody take it in, uh, enjoy it. But I hope everybody remember what we what it took to get to this point. Get this feeling and we can be able to keep it. I think it. a lot of people thought, no way, you guys coming here in my football, 13-point underdog is a potential number one seed. Yep. What do you think people thought would happen tonight? Well, early in the week, we were was, we was scheduled to lose by 20, I think 25 points. Who was um, doing that prediction? I don't know, bookies, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But um, that would happen. I mean, every, didn't nobody think we were going to win. Everybody thought we were going to come in and probably been another Miami Broncos type thing. 70 points put on us or whatever, but we don't care. We don't care about the outside noise. We're going to come in and work, game plan, and then go out there and play our ass off. What you mentioned some moments. And what was that like? Playing the music? Yeah. Oh, it was great. It, it's probably good to play music after a win. When we came in, it was a good win, a hard-fought <laughs> win. Played the music, and everybody was turned up. You mentioned a lot of those moments where, you know, the, the vibe stayed up, even though there was a lot of moments where that could have been brought down. Mm-hmm. What, is, what does that say about the way that this team responded? We got a lot of grit. Um, and then we, uh, I think we finally understanding um, what we have to do as a defense. Um, so that's Arden Key speaking with us last night. A to Z Sports Prime Time. <laughs> he's, he's just a trip. By the way, uh, you, to those of you who said Arden wanted to play high key, low key at his locker last night, we'll see if there's not an, uh, the fifth iteration of high key, low key featuring Arden Key on the radio show this week. I have a good feeling that you can expect that later on. 
Uh, the primetime show is presented by True Man Fitness in the Gulch. Go get the best workout in Middle Tennessee. A new way to work out for the best version of you. TrueManFitness.com for more information. Personal training, group fitness classes, a great facility, the best facility located conveniently in the Gulch in downtown Nashville. TrueMathFitness.com for more information. So, um, the Titans' defense was as big a part of the story, as big a reason they won, the thing that sealed the game for them, right? Harold Landry had a career night, three sacks for Harold, and he was in the backfield consistently, particularly in the fourth quarter. The Titans' red zone defense held the Miami Dolphins, the best red zone offense in football this year, to two of five, and that's only because Eric Gehrer's muffed punt and the uh, botched exchange between Levis and Henry allowed the Miami Dolphins offense to score two touchdowns within like three total minutes of game time. I think six total minutes uh, on the whole uh, allowed them to score two touchdowns for the first time all night in the fourth quarter to take a 14 point lead with like 434 left in the game. It was ridiculous. And the Titans defense stood on their head all night long um, again, against a, a spectacular offense. And I know Tyree Kill missed some time, and and I'm certain that that had a, a something to do with the fact that they went out there and won that game for Tyree Kill to not participate basically for two quarters. But still, all credit in the world to those dudes because they're out there playing Tyree Kill with Trey Avery, and they're out there trying to get to Tua Tungavaloa with TK McClendon. They're out there making goal line stops with Kayvon Wallace. He's a bunch of dudes that, you know, Hell, the average Titans fan probably doesn't know who those people are. Uh, uh, what's uh, what's uh, Throckmorton's first name? Calvin Throckmorton, right? The starting right guard last night. It's uh, it's a crazy situation. Um, somebody says earlier, Dion says, "Dude, you didn't bleep out the the mother bleeper." Uh, it's it's eight thirty p.m. Uh, and Beverly quickly adds, "Thank you, Beverly, for being told about the situation. We're all grown. It's going to be okay. It's uh, it's the internet." Uh, the FCC is not going to throw me into a van. It was just a, a real quick minute. And if you have to uh, do earmuffs for the young ones around you, well, then what on earth are you watching a, a live stream, YouTube, Facebook Live, Twitter, or Twitch show at 8.30 at night when you know that we're going to throw some stuff at you? Anyway, uh, I don't think it's that deep. Um, BF says, wonder how Tannehill felt last night. Uh, I don't know how Ryan Tannehill felt last night. He... He got a, a warm welcome by a lot of Dolphins fans. We were down on the field pregame, and a lot of ty- a lot of Dolphins fans were were very appreciative. We're shouting him out. We're you know at, uh, calling to him from the stands. We're asking for pictures and stuff like that. And I'm sure he was. You know, Ryan Tannehill's a good teammate. Like he's 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 a good teammate. He is. Uh, he's. You know, I'm sure he was happy. I don't, I don't know why he would be anything else. This is, this is a batshit crazy win last night. Everybody was was losing their minds with the way that they went out there and won that game. And uh, to the Titans' defense's credit, to DeAndre Hopkins' credit, to Nick Westbrook-Akina's credit, who made some clutch catches in that game. Um, Nate Burner says, who cares what Tannehill felt? Just count your millions for doing nothing. Well, that just screams to me, somebody who doesn't have money, who's pocket watching and assuming that money cures all ills. I know it's a lot easier to solve problems in your life if you have money as opposed to not having money. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to speak at a turn, but like, 
if you're somebody who says, oh, who cares how he feels? He's got the money. Well, that just means that that's, that's coming from a person that doesn't have money. And I always think that that's just a, a ridiculous criticism to ignore people's problems because they are financially better off than you might be. Anyway, uh, Jody Newell says, Duncan has been a great addition. I haven't, uh, I haven't seen the pro football focus numbers on the Titans offensive line unit. Perhaps I can uh, pull that up in real time. Um, on the amount of pressures, I know Raiden's was obviously awful. I mean, Raiden's is Raiden's a legitimate problem out there, and uh, I don't know. I mean, nothing can be done about that in this particular season. But uh, yeah, he's he's not. I don't I don't think that he's anything. He's at best a depth a depth uh, player at this point in time. So let's take a look at the grades for the Tennessee Titans. Uh, against the Miami Dolphins last night on Pro Football Focus and see what there is to be seen about the offensive line situation. Uh, for the offensive line, I've got them at, uh, let's see, that can't be right, only 44? Okay, no, 49 total offensive snaps uh, for these particular players. Um, Throckmorton, not bad. Calvin Throckmorton uh, did allow two pressures, one hit and one hurry, but not a bad evening. Jalen Duncan, uh, I, I don't, I mean, by by pro football focuses grades, and listen, that's not the end all be all, but Jalen Duncan had a bad night. He, he gave up five pressures, four hurries, one hit. Um, Levis was hit nine total times on the evening, but hell, Skaronsky, uh gave up five pressures last night. None of the Titans offensive linemen were good, but I did think that they held up pretty well late. Uh, I did. I did think on those two touchdown drives that they that they held up, that they were pretty solid uh, down the stretch. So I wouldn't say that Duncan has been a great addition, but he's out there fighting. To his credit, he's out there fighting. Um, and you know, for a rookie sixth round pick, he is. Uh, he's out there making plays. William Jones says, "Is Burks a bust? Yeah, he had one carry for five yards last night. I think he had a catch for for one yard. Ah, uh, I don't. Uh, I. I mean." He's he's a bust until proven proven otherwise, and it's you know I hate that for trailing because I know he's just he's just trying to get through a season healthy, and that's that's real, that's tough, that's that's uh, brutal. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no way to look at him as not a bust. So that would be three straight first round picks uh, in consecutive years from 2021, or excuse me, from 2020 to 2022, 2020, 2021, 2022, uh, with. First round picks that are considered busts uh, in Isaiah, in Caleb Farley, and you know right now, um, Traylon Burks. Unfortunately, uh, Levis was under pr- pressure for forty six percent of his snaps. Says Jack Penfold. Yeah, it was just a uh, it was just a tough scene. Nate Burner says Buck still showing he's a Tannis hip. No, I just think it's uh, you know anytime anytime people talk about the uh, the amount of money that some one person has that should make up for all their problems. Again, I just think that's a, I think it's a reflection of people that don't have money in their lives or are jealous of the amount of money that people are making. So whether that's, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, who's well compensated, whether that's Jeff Simmons, who's well compensated, Ryan Tannehill, I just always like that's Shohei Otani, right? Say Shohei Otani is dealing with some kind of deep seated. And I, I, this is obviously just a hypothetical, like I'm not, I'm not, saying anything. I don't know anything about Shohei Otani, but Shohei Otani got a $700 million contract over the weekend, right? Um, But say, you know, somebody in Shohei Otani's family passes away prematurely or something like that, some kind of personal tragedy befalls Shohei Otani. Is $700 million going to make up for whatever 
personal loss that he's feeling? Of course not. I just money does not money does not make up for everything. Although I understand why people, you know, say money helps. Uh, anyway, let's keep it moving here on the primetime show. Danico Autry did ball out last night, Charles Heron, and I'll, I'll we'll talk a little bit about Danico here in just a little bit. He's just he's such a hard. And I, it shouldn't it shouldn't keep me from trying to have him on because Danico Autry has done the radio show when we've asked him to, but uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's just not a great radio interview, and that's not Danico's fault. I need to do a better job. I've just not uh, <laughs> just not I've just not had great success interviewing Danico Autry in ways that are enjoyable for the radio audience. So anyway, well, uh, it's probably going to be if, if I had my pick, it'd be key this week. Um, but you know, Autry, Autry deserves pro bowl consideration. Absolutely. The dude has been on an absolute tear. Uh, we will get into more about Danico Autry and this Titans defense here in just a second, before we talk about Will Levis, right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands Amanda J and her team have you covered, go with the best in the business, have your constitutional rights protected, particularly your constitutional right to be a father to your child. Amanda and her team are very passionate about fathers' rights, and they will fight for you to make sure that you understand your constitutional protections and that you are afforded those constitutional protections courtesy of the letter of the law. The law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, amandajgentry.com. Um, so as we look at the uh as we look at the Titans, um opportunities last night the defense is what gave them the chance the offense is what carried them over the finish line which is not something that we've been waiting to see from this offense right it was a struggle it was a typical titans 2023 kind of slog in the first quarter Uh, for those of you who are watching on the television broadcast and i watched the television broadcast when i got home from the airport this morning uh to see mike vrabel interviewed after the first quarter right where they've thrown the interception to the defensive tackle, who's uh, took it home for a touchdown. It was the first points of the game where they continued to struggle running the football and did struggle to run the football all night long, whether it was Spears or Henry. Uh, Miami was not going to let them beat, uh, was not going to let the Titans beat them that way and and did everything that they could do to sell out the run. But this was a this was a situation where the defense did its job as the defense has largely largely done its job all year long. But the offense came through when they needed the most, and they came through on the arm of that quarterback because the running game uh, was non-existent. There's a lot of stuff to be reassured about. And I saw a comment at the very, very start of the show. I'm gonna see if I can't scroll up and find it again um, to uh, to uh, flesh it out. Um, but Let's see. Lewis says, where has this team been all bleeping year? So this is what I've been talking about. They are such a baby steps. They are in such a baby steps phase. And listen, last night was a was a whole last. That's like going from crawling to walking last night. They they got up and, and they got it done. They got off the mat, even though they had no business doing so, down 14 with less than three minutes to play. They got up and they kicked somebody's ass and they it happened to be one of the best teams in the league. Miami has feasted on teams with losing records all year long and has struggled against the better teams in the sport so that the Titans and Dolphins went strength on strength last night. Titans red zone defense versus Miami red zone offense and that the Titans were the better unit of the two 
was phenomenal. But where has this team been all bleeping year? Well, they've been building up to this moment, and that, I think, is the thing that you guys have to keep in mind. How many how many rookies? Wiley was out last night, the rookie tight end, but like you're still talking about Spears, Levis, Duncan, Dow making plays on special teams. Uh, and who am I missing out of the uh, out of the six offensive draft picks that they had? Oh, Skaronsky. Skaronsky, of course, who started for them all but three games this year dealing with that appendectomy. There's going to be a learning curve. When you start that many young players on top of having a roster that doesn't have much talent surrounding those young players, yeah, then you're going to be learning in real time. But they learned how to win a football game last night, and they've been building up to that point in all of these seven starts that Levis has made, and they came out in a big spot and got it done. Baby steps. It's it's okay for there to be – you don't have to be super patient, but you have to have a little patience with it. They, This is – what they're doing is pretty impressive, even though the last basically calendar year of Titans football has sucked. Um I, I acknowledge that. I'm at every game. This is the first road game that I've covered since November the 17th, 2022, that they've won. I have been doing losing locker rooms on the road for over a calendar year, 13 months almost uh, between road wins. It's insane. Uh, a lot of you guys asking about playoffs. I mean, they're not even in the in the hunt graphic at, at five and eight, but they're not dead in the division which is worth keeping them in mind because they were the only AFC South. Uh, they were the only AFC South team that won this weekend. All Colts, Texans, uh, and the, uh, and the Jaguars all taking L's in a big spot. Uh, so we will, uh, we will get into Levis. Now let's talk about this together. What did you learn about Will Levis last night in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch, scary Harry says he likes Levis better than CJ Stroud there. I said it. Well, uh, you can uh, you can hear from Will Levis here in just a moment, right after I remind you that the Primetime Show is presented by Zen Sports. Download that app, plug in the promo code A-T-O-Z-T-N, and get up to $1,000 on your no-danger first wager. ZenSports.com has all the best props, all the best promos for you to get involved in the, vi- the best VIP program, which is invitation only. So if you think your Zen Sports play qualifies for all the great bonuses that come as a part of being a Zen Sports VIP, then you can submit your VIP consideration at zensports.com slash VIP today. Uh, so what did you learn about Will Levis last night? Uh, <laughs> William Jones is uh, making commentary on the size of his testicular situation. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> That's, he's got stones for sure. The dude is dude is ballsy uh, out there. He's he's intense. He's uh, he's a maniac and uh, certainly is not afraid. Um, I learned that mayo and banana peels are apparently steroids, says Stephen King. Yeah, to see that dude flexing and uh, you know screaming and you know raging basically on the sidelines after making big plays and things like that and getting it getting uh, getting his teammates up and intense. He is as intense as they come. Certainly for a rookie, uh, that he is Tom Brady's son, says Ryan Fields. I think that might be a little bit. Jody Newell says trucking Ramsey was awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, I said the I said this on the radio show today. Will Levis keeping a proud Titans franchise tradition alive of crunching Jalen Ramsey in big spots. But as we look at Will Levis last night, you know, 
he he was phenomenal for a couple of different reasons, but I don't think anybody articulated it as well as DeAndre Hopkins did uh, in his post-game interview with our buddy, uh, Cam Wolf of the NFL Network. DeAndre, Jeffrey Simmons just came over and said, come on and take over their trap. All the talk coming into this game was about the Dolphins. What did you guys show in that fourth quarter coming back and taking this victory? We showed resiliency. We showed that we wanted to win. No matter what our records say, we're going to compete. We're going to go out there and play hard. Uh, You've seen that today. We had a turnover on the, you know, the punt return. We didn't let that phase, man. Went out there and kept competing. For yourself, 124 yards, a touchdown. 124? Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 maybe, maybe. I saw 124, but maybe. Um, you're playing against two top corners in Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, but you had came up on top on this deck. What does that feel like for you? Oh, man, it feels great, especially all the people that didn't want me, all the teams that, you know, she wrote me off, said I wasn't no good, said I can't go out there and get open, can't compete. You know, it feels good, man. You know, uh, I play with a chip on my shoulder, especially when this all season, uh, you know, it seemed like everybody said, F you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So shit, you know, it feels good to be able to show that I still got it. Um, you know, shit, to me, I feel like I'm getting better, man. If that's what they told you this offseason, what did you tell them today? Hey, man, God got the last say, you know? Um, love all, serve all. It's my motto. Last one, your quarterback, Will Levis, is a rookie, but what did you see in him, and especially in that fourth quarter, as he's leading you guys for the comeback? I saw a dog. I saw a dog out here today. That, that kid is going to be great, man. I'm always in his ear trying to help him, uh, you know, read defenses and, and be better. Uh, I know he's still got a lot in his tank. I know he can improve, even though, you know, he came out here and beat, beat these guys today, but I'm going to still be on the Monday when we go back and uh, let him know that there are certain things that he can improve on. But, man, we'll show a heart. Uh, man, I, I love I love competing and playing with him. Appreciate you, DeAndre. Enjoy this one, my man. Absolutely. Sure. So that's Cam Wolf and DeAndre Hopkins uh, on the NFL Network last night. And uh, DeAndre Hopkins is as good an asset that a rookie quarterback could have. So Levis, for his part, it's funny because Tua, you know, to look at the box score, we talked about this on radio today. To look at the box score, the Titans, again, should have lost this game, right? They were outrushed by the Miami Dolphins. They lost the turnover battle. Tua had a better quarterback rating than Levis did. But the box score, this is why box score scouting is a faulty proposition. Um, 23 of 38, 327 yards. He's the first rookie to throw for 300-plus yards on Monday Night Football. He had the touchdown to Hopkins. Uh, He had a 45-yard completion to Hopkins, and he did have the pick six to the Dolphins' defensive tackle. Hopkins targeted 12 times, caught seven passes, 124 yards, and that touchdown. A really, really promising and good combination for those two as they continue to kind of grow uh, together. It's it's good with uh, it's good to see that kind of support system for the rookie quarterback. Jack Penfold says, "I'm always impressed with how D Hop listens to the questions, does it with Buck and everyone." It's it's true, and I you know I. Hopkins did that phenomenal interview with Cam last night, and then I guess he saw something that from Cam on on the internet or during the game on the 45-yard completion, as a matter of fact. I don't know how many of you all saw the uh, the tweet that Hop deleted, um, but it was a tweet from Cam who did the interview, and this was after, uh, after Cam had done the great interview with DeAndre. Uh, Cam tweeted, on the 45-yard completion, DeAndre Hopkins got away with clear offensive P.I., pulling down Xavier Howard to get 
a deep catch. Howard was in great spot for a pass breakup before getting yanked down. The play must have turned X up, talking about Xavier Howard. He shut down Hopkins' back-to-back plays to force the Titans' field goal and showed uh, a clip of a replay. Um, and DeAndre Hopkins has since deleted this tweet, but quote tweeted it and said something told me not to do that interview with your hating ass. Two plays later, clear DPI. So um, he was not happy or he was not in the best mood when we talked to him in the locker room afterwards. And uh, it's a shame because he 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 did, to his credit, he did meet with us afterwards. He took a bunch of different questions. Um, you know, he was not, I won't, I wouldn't say that he was overwhelmingly enthusiastic about it. Uh, and that's, that's a shame because he is a very, very thoughtful individual. He's, he's a fascinating dude. And, you know, like, I don't know. I, it's going to be tough to get to know DeAndre Hopkins at this point in his career where he's, you know, in a different tier of superstar and, uh, those, those kind of players, especially late in their careers are, I don't want to say they're more isolated, but they're harder, they're harder to reach and to get to know more, right? Like we we've got great relationships with a lot of players that have come through the Titans locker room. And I and I I'm fascinated to learn more about DeAndre Hopkins uh during during how however long his time here lasts. But uh, you know, he he definitely he's he's definitely an interesting character. Um and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying getting to know him so far and, and learning. Uh, more about how it is that he's, you know, gone about being the best, uh, the best at his craft for such a long period of time. Uh, Mike Beck says, "D-Hop taking everything personal as a Titan." I'm here for it. Right? Listen, if it if it works to your benefit, that's uh, that's that's a huge deal. Uh, only seven games in for ill will. Imagine a full season, says Rishi uh, Guzman on YouTube. Gonna be uh, gonna be a decent uh, a decent going to be interesting to see how he continues to grow and develop because there's some stuff that he's getting away with for sure but yeah, last night he went out and uh and proved a lot of people wrong about uh will levis anyway so let's uh let's wrap things up with a gone viral video a titans related gone viral video we'll do it right after i uh, ask you what's the best thing that you saw on the internet this week and then remind you that the best place that you can go for your real estate needs, buying or selling your home. Don't sell without the intel in this Middle Tennessee market that the Gary Ashton team can provide to you. The official real estate agent of the Nashville Predators is GaryAshton.com. Go and deal with the best in the industry. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. So what was the best thing that you saw on the internet? Um, Matthew Melton says, when media talks shit, then my half is ought to off to him talking about uh talking about DeAndre Hopkins. I, you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily like I don't think Cam Wolf was shit talking him. It just uh it just Hopkins took it personally, and that's that's fine. It didn't feel like shit talk. Elizabeth George says DeVito, Tommy DeVito's agent is the best thing that she saw on the internet. Mike Peck says, Will Levis flexing with the Super Saiyan filter over top of him. I don't think he needs a filter. The dude goes full Super Saiyan all the time. Cordy Jackson says, damn, I should have trademarked my nickname, Ill Will. Yeah, like he's the first Will to ever be called Ill Will. Although I uh, I get why you guys uh, get why you guys uh, <laughs> want that to be your Ill Will. Josh Sabata says, Paul K and the Dillard response? Uh, I... Is Andre, is Andre Dillard even on social media? I don't, I don't I haven't seen anything uh, to that effect. So I'm, I'm unfamiliar with what you're talking about. Titan South says Levis going ultra instinct. I mean, for me, uh, for, for you guys, for your sake, 
it was good to see. Oh, uh, Bert is saying that uh, the commenter earlier meant PK going back and forth with Raidens. Um, yeah, that's that's fine. Raidens needs to get off Twitter. Um, you know, there's just there's nothing good comes from exchanging. It, and I say this as a media member, like Dylan Raidens benefits none by going back and forth with with us on social media about how bad a night he had, and he had a bad night, right? Offensive line did not have a good night. Offensive line hasn't had a lot of good nights, but you know they were good enough at the end to win the game to their credit. Um, for me, it's the fact that the Titans won a road game just for your guys' sake. I can't imagine what your mental health has been like throughout the course of the last calendar year or 13 months as this team has gone, taken you on an, a hellish roller coaster ride, uh, to the seventh circle and back. But to see the Titans, um, win on the road, to see them win in as dramatic fashion, great Monday night football games on both sides last night but uh it was certainly cool to see and i know that it's been a while since you've seen a titans victory monday speech i guess a victory tuesday speech after a road game i don't know if you know what you just did okay you ripped the victory out of the jaws of defeat man and just defense hell of a job man keep getting the drive stop okay like there's a plan there's a plan and don't deviate from it and when we have to then we will Okay, but each week we're going to give you everything we got, okay? And you guys gave us everything you got. Offense, that's it. Sometimes it's not going to go great. And then you stuck around long enough, okay? And now it felt like we put the pressure back on them. You guys went down there and went there. I'll tell you this, okay? No panic, okay? Punt team did a hell of a job, man. We signed Ty. Ty, hell of a job, man. Hell of an operation. This is, this is, the play, this is what you guys did, okay? This is on you. Okay, you guys go out there and you do everything that we ask you to do. You play with effort, you play with finish, okay, and you play with violence. I appreciate every one of you. Okay, congratulations to you. When we win, it's because you guys went out there and won the game. So that's Mike Vrabel last night. Been a while since you've seen a Victory Tuesday road speech. Uh, Todd Apple says, yeah, it looks like he totally lost that locker. I assume Todd is uh, using a sarcasm font there, yeah. Uh, listen. Here's here's the deal. Like, there are real divisions. There have been real divisions in that locker room, and it's impossible at four and eight with an offense like that and a defense that's playing good enough football to win for there not to be divisions. There's been disagreements for, uh, between players and Mike Vrabel this year that um, you know that I've heard. I don't want to say a fair amount, but you know that's evidenced by by things like Monty Rice popping off on social media after the fact and. And all these different things. Like, losing amplifies all the bad shit. But I think that ultimately, you know, winning cures all. And the best thing to do when you're not, when you're uh, not, when you're not a great football team is to show that you have that fight. And I think in back-to-back weeks, well, I think in three weeks, two wins and one loss uh, for the Titans between the Panthers, the Colts, and then the game against the Dolphins. This team is showing you that they have that they have fight, and particularly the the young rookies are showing you how much that they have to fight for. To their credit, all right, that's going to do it for us this evening. Fun primetime show. Always enjoy hanging out with you guys. We'll do two more, obviously Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, radio show tomorrow going to be fun from ten to one on one hundred four five. The zone. We're right back into it. They're back on the practice field tomorrow. Um, there's a game on Sunday against the Houston Texans. I don't know if CJ Stroud is going to play or not, but we will certainly start to break it down. New install with Greg Cosell will be available to you tomorrow. 
go ahead and subscribe to while you're here. Like the video before you leave here. But before you leave YouTube, if you're hanging out on YouTube, go subscribe to the 1045 The Zone YouTube channel where you can live stream my radio show from 10 to 1 every day. Uh, and you can also get the install podcast with Greg Cosell. I'm fascinated to, to get into the Titans offense and the Titans defense, how they stopped Miami and how they went out there and beat Miami. Um, so we'll do that tomorrow. I'm going to tape that with Greg at about 3. So it'll be in your podcast feeds no later than 5 and on the Zones YouTube page. So go subscribe there. And, uh, you know, watch all the, we did a great interview with Tajay Spears last week that I, that's up there that you can check out. And, uh, you know, probably another, another episode of high key, low key coming your way on Thursday. Anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight. I'll see you guys tomorrow on the radio show. And if not primetime at 8 PM.